Hello, Cranked and Ranked listeners. It's your old pal, Old Head. So, Cranked and Ranked had to take a, another week off here, but we will be back next week with a new episode. So, uh, I thought um, that uh, just for the podcast listeners, those peanut butter platypuses out there that can't get enough of us and need something to tie them over until we come back, I thought I would uh, post the audio of a uh, live stream Q&A I did on YouTube this past Friday. It was uh, completely unpromoted, unplanned. I just hopped online and whoever happened to be there asked questions and I answered them um, and I recorded the audio and I figured that, hey, I'll throw it out there. Maybe these lovely podcast listeners would like to listen to that. So um, so here you go. Um, a little something for you guys to listen to in the meantime. But yes, Cranked and Ranked will return next week with a fucking badass band. So until then, here's me uh, answering questions and rambling on and whatnot. So I hope you enjoy. See you next week. Okay. Um, to Hello to people. Surprise! Um, this is an impromptu live Q&A. Hello, Metal Maniac. Hello, Nicholas Fisher. Um, yes. Hey, what's up, Scott Lauderdale? Um, completely unplanned live stream. Unscheduled. I think what I wrote in the description was unscheduled, unplanned, uncensored, right? Um, I decided just to jump on. This is, this is kind of an experiment because one, I didn't promote this at all. It's just me jumping on, uh, to do a live stream. Um, and also I'm, I'm streaming like on, I think three different things right now. Peter Condon, what's up, dude? Um, I'm streaming on YouTube and Facebook and Twitter. Don't even know what that fucking means or if that will make any difference at all. I'm just like, let's try it. This is an experiment. And thank you for being here for the experiment. Um, yeah, Peter, it's, uh, it's 737 PM right now. Um, so yes, I like you see this as a Q&A. So Metal, Metal Maniac, what, what you've been listening to lately? Um, what was that? Today I was listening to that, um, what the fuck? Why, why do I listen to something and immediately forget what it was called? Um, that literally is what happens with me, where I will, I will be like, oh, this is awesome, and then I'll immediately forget it. Power of Expression. I've been listening to the only album by Power of Expression, um, which probably doesn't ring a bell for anybody, but it's a band that briefly existed in the nineties. And the vocalist is Mark grew who was the vocalist for Morgoth. It doesn't sound like Morgoth. It's not death metal. It's like nineties metal, but it's really, really good. So, um, I, I, I recommend it. Um, so yes, that's exactly what this is. It's literally like whoever shows up is welcome to come here and, um, ask me whatever. It doesn't have to be music. Just ask me no holds barred. Although, um, Asking me if I've heard of or like one particular band, that gets a little old. Be a little bit, you know, flesh out your questions a little bit more. Um, now, now, Ronan, you're asking top five old school thrash albums. That's that is a really that's a really I won't be able to do that because <laughs> that's there are so many really good ones. And then there's weighing like the the ones that are like the big classics that you can't fuck with like your masters of puppets and all of that shit but then at the same time you've got like you know uh uh mind mind wars by holy terror that a lesser known one that's fucking amazing that's 
that, that's a that's a really tough question to answer. Um, Chris Heathcote asks, um, oh, I, I forgot I can do this. Hey, any word on the next Bands You Should Know video? Um, I don't, uh, I haven't been doing those just because they, um, they take a lot of work. It has to be something that I'm really interested in talking about that I think a lot of people may not know. And at the same time, most of those videos, I have to deal with a ton of copyright issues because I always want to play you the music. I don't just want to say, there's this band, go find them somewhere. And so that, uh, it gets a little tricky doing those. So I have, I mean to do one again at some point. I just don't know, um, exactly when, um, let's see what we got here. So yeah, everybody ask, ask, and like I said, if you're just asking me about one particular band, I may or may not answer that just because it's just me going, I don't know them. I like them. They're okay. Or yes, I like them. It's just, you know, it's, it's, it gets repetitive. Um, so Let's see. Hold on. Okay. Scott Lauderdale asks, what doom metal bands are you into? Not very many, really. Um, I was into some doom for a little while, and then I realized that it's just like thousands of bands that sound exactly the same. Um, so I kind of fell off of that real quick. Um, here and there, I like some doom-ish type stuff, but none of those bands are bands that I regularly listen to. It's more like a, if I hear a track, I'll go pretty good, but that's, that's about as far as it goes, um, with, uh, with doom. Um, all right. Yo, I am here. You are here, sir. Any advice for a teenage metal bassist who doesn't want to go to university slash college? I really just want to go straight to touring and being in a band. Um, I'm not sure where you live, but I would say, go online to wherever there are people close to you that post about band stuff and just start meeting people and start trying. I mean, if you're wanting to just jump right into it, I would say try to find a band that needs a bass player and just do it. Um, and honestly, if it's your first band, don't be so picky because really it's all about getting the experience. Um, I did things a way different way because I, I was always wanting to be in control. So I started my first band when I was seven, 16. Um, and ever since then, almost every band I've been in where it was one where I went to find the people and I was normally the, the primary songwriter. Um, and it got really stressful when really what I should have done is just jumped into another band and gotten some experience. And I probably would have, um, been more motivated and not so burnt out because I felt burnt out all the time. Um, and I played in bands for like 25 years and it just got so, um, it got monotonous and it got really stressful at times. Um, anyway, um, let's, Oh, I, I, I like this one right here. Subterranean homesick alien. Hello, vieja cabeza. Um, and a subterranean homesick alien. That is a, a Radiohead song. Um, that's really good by the way. Um, I'm sure you know that. Um, let's see. Vengeance Falls 96. So I remember when you talked about your relationship with modern thrash metal and how it's washy. Um, what's your relationship with the band Warbringer? Warbringer are just outside of the cusp of washy. So they they don't do anything that really wows me, but I feel like they at least have a little bit of their own kind of thing going on. It's still very reminiscent of a lot of other things, but I do like Warbringer. Um, they're just not anything that stands way out to me. But they're definitely not one of those sound-alike bands um, to me. Um, Peter Peter Condon asks, "What's your favorite band?" My favorite band is Metallica. 
has been, well, I mean, I've gone through different phases in my life, but my favorite band that's, that's been there with me the longest has been Metallica since I was like 12, 13 years old. Um, Chris Heathcote, what's up, sir? I know you mentioned once that one of your first bands covered Grey by Fudge Tunnel. Yes, we did. Um, the first show I ever played, which wasn't even with a real band. I just got some friends together to play some of my songs at a party. And we covered Grey by Fudge Tunnel and Set Me Straight by the Melvins. This was in like 1994, something like that. Um, yeah. So this, I've answered this a lot, but I'll do it again just because I like this question. Uh, John Bush or Joy Belladonna? I love both, by the way. I also, if I, if I have to choose one, I'm choosing Joy Belladonna because I like the majority of what he's done with the band more than what than the John Bush albums. But I, I cannot, cannot stress how much Sound of White Noise means to me and how fucking great of an album that is. So um, it's hard for me to say, I mean, I, I like John Bush. Um, and I like what he did with the band. Joey probably wouldn't have sounded right with the stuff they were doing. Um, and so, but yeah, I, I, lo I love them both as well. Um, okay, yo, I'm here. I'm 15 and in a band, but it feels unlikely we'll keep going far when we graduate. Thanks for the answer. Yeah, just hop on another band. Like when you go, if you play shows or you go to parties, meet other musicians and just network. That's all I can say. I know it's kind of a boring answer, but it's the best thing I can say. Um... All right, trying to keep up with everybody here. I apologize. This is great that there's so many of you here jumping in, and I didn't even fucking plan this. This is this is great. Thank you. Um, let's see. All right. Uh, Nicholas Fisher, what is your favorite concert you attended? Oh, fuck, I don't. I don't know. Pro I mean, are you, do you know what? To be completely honest, my favorite concert I ever attended would prob was probably the last one I went to because I went to see Sacred Reich, and how much better is it than Phil Rind pointing at me and being like, this song's for old head. Like, come on, man. <laughs> That's the best show. That's the best show I've ever been to. Um, being called out by one of my favorite vocalists and ha having a, um, the, they de dedicated the song Death Squad to me. So that's, uh, that's pretty fucking great. Uh, let's see, Water Dive. Hey, what's up, man? Uh, I knew you were a big fan of Bionic Swarm by Cryptosis, and it made my top 10 from 2021, thanks to you. But my favorite thrash metal album from last year was Hell Unleashed by Evil. I can't get behind that. <laughs> it's, um, we, somebody else talked about things being washy and being, it just falls in with everything else that's happening in thrash. And Evil is that band now. They weren't um, back in the day. Uh, but yeah, I'm not, I, I appreciate, I mean, I teach their own, but, um, I'm not into the evil stuff they're doing now. Um, okay. That, okay. Come on, man. Love your collection in the background. Any faves? I mean, come on. I mean, <laughs> uh, ride the lightning is my favorite album of all time. Um, let's see. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying to like, keep up here. All right. All right. I'm trying to find questions. I love all the comments. I'm trying to keep up with the, uh, with the questions. Um, all right. Uh, 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 uh. Um, um, yo, I'm here. What's your opinion on Judas Priest now that you've heard their discography? I still, they're a very important band that doesn't really do much for me aside from a few albums. So yeah. Um, all right. So like, like I said, if you're, if you're going to ask just about a specific band, do I like them or not? I 
I might not answer that just because sometimes my answer is my answer is going to be one of three things. Fuck. Yeah. I like them. I don't really know them or they don't really do anything for me. That's kind of boring. So, um, what else we got? Favorite Metallica solo. I'm sorry. I have to highlight this one from Cody one, three, three favorite Metallica solo hands down is the solo on blackened. Um, Oh, and water up shit that went straight to this one. What's your favorite song off ride the lightning? All right, so he let, that's a good question because let's hear me out here. So albums like Ride the Lightning, if you're like me, I'm, I'm 44 years old. I first heard Ride the Lightning when I was like 13, I think. I've heard it so many times. I love every single song on it, but I, I've become this person that I feel that I am the appreciator and protector of the things that get unnecessarily criticized. So I have to admit that the, uh, the song that I play off that album more than anything else now is escape because I hear it and I go, how could anybody not like this fucking song? So, um, right now that's my favorite one off of, uh, ride, uh, ride the lightning. Um, if you would have asked me years ago, I would have said creeping death because creeping death is just one of my favorite songs ever. Um, uh, let me see. Favorite. I'm, I'm, I, I try to pronounce names. Emid. Emid. Tell me if I'm right or wrong. Favorite Nirvana tune. That's really, that's a tough one too. Um, I really like radio friendly unit shifter off of in utero. Um, oh, and fucking all apologies. All apologies is one of the most beautiful songs ever written in my, uh, in my opinion. All right. So if, if you're if you're new here, this is an impromptu live Q&A. Literally, you can ask me anything. It doesn't have to be about music. Just like Nicholas Fisher here. He asks, what is your favorite Jim Carrey movie? He, he's retiring. I mean, OK, um, I I, uh, I really the cable guy is fucking great. Um, it's probably the cable guy. That's like the one that I think gets the most like repeat watches out of me. Um, but he's he's very funny. Um uh, did he do? No, he would. Uh, Man on the Moon. He was in Man on the Moon. Also, another really good one. Anyway, yeah, I like that. I like non music questions are good. Non music questions are also interesting. Um, let's see. Favorite non metal album. Mine is Doolittle by the Pixies. That's a great album. I don't really know what my favorite non metal album would be. I can't, I'm not right. I can't really, I can't think of that right offhand. That's what that would take longer. Um, okay. I knew somebody was going to bring this up. So I'm going to, uh, talk about this vengeance falls 96 with power trip. I heard they're getting a new vocalist soon. Do you think they should still change the name or keep the name in honor of Riley Gale? So I know what you're referring to on banger TV. They did a thing where, um, one of the dudes from power trip was on there and he, said that there's new stuff coming, but he was really vague about it. And so what I'm hoping it is, because I know they were working on music before Riley died. So I'm hoping that they're finishing up whatever it was they had, putting some finishing touches and putting out a, a, a la one last thing for Riley. That's what I hope. Um, if it's something brand new with a brand new vocalist, this is really rough for me to talk about because I love that band and they can't just get a vocalist that sounds exactly the same. They need to do something else. They, they, if they're, if they're going to keep me on board moving forward without Riley, 
they need to get somebody else, maybe a guy that actually sings and, and or or something, somebody with a different approach that is going to bring something new to the table. Um, because if they literally come out with, hey, here's here's another version of what we already did with a different guy, kind of like what Cavellertac did. Cavellertac got another vocalist who's not as good as the old vocalist and put out an album that is really good, but also kind of similar to what they were already doing. And it just it's it makes me lose interest really quick. So what I'm hoping for is that it is um, new uh, old older material that they hadn't put out or hadn't finished with Riley, but we will see about that. Um, let's see. I'm just going to highlight this because I love it. Um, great choice. Escape is such an underrated song off of ride the lightning. It's one of the most underrated songs ever in my, uh, opinion. Oh, I did. I did get it pretty close. E E it's yeah. Yeah. I'm American. I can't pronounce shit. Um, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Every, everything's getting away here. I'm sorry, guys. This is way more activity than I anticipated. And that is awesome. But I do have to get a drink of beer. I'm drinking Keystone, which is fucking cheap ass beer. Cause I'm, you know, I spend so much money on records. Um, all right. Uh, 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 Ronan Cunningham. Are you a horror fan? Uh, yeah. Um, but I am a, I am a fan of like eighties horror, um, and horror that doesn't take itself too seriously. So when you get into stuff like the saw movies and, um, anything by Rob zombie, I'm out. Cause it's just, it's, it loses, there's so much charm that's just not in those movies. And I grew up watching Freddy Krueger and Chucky and shit like that. So that's, that's my, that's where I go. All right. Um, let's see. Peter Condon. Okay. Hip hop. Let's do it. Um, who'd be your go-to rap artist? I'm a huge Eminem fan, but Mad Child and Tech Nine um, is where it's at for me. Um, probably, uh, my go-to for hip hop is usually going to be, uh, EPMD, um, which is a hip hop group for, uh, started in the eighties. They're still around today. I don't think they've put out an album in a long time. Um, and public enemy, um, obviously. Um, and i and I, I'm, I'm a huge beastie boys fan as well. Um, Eminem's great too. A lot of modern rap. It's really tough for me to get into. Um, even like somebody like Kendrick Lamar, like I, I love Kendrick Lamar. His new album came out and half of it. I immediately go, oh, fuck yeah. And the other half I go, this is going to have to grow on me. Um, but that's just because I feel like I'm so out of the out of the loop when it comes to modern hip-hop. So anyway, thanks for the question. I like talking about hip-hop. Um, all right. Um, Mark Cooper. Hey, dude. Favorite Mike, Mike Patton project after Faith No More. Um, after Faith No More. So, I mean, oh, fuck. Um, probably Dead Cross. Dead Cross is fucking cool. I heard they're going to do something else. Um, and that's exciting because that's that was a fun uh, project. Um, hopefully Mike Patton's doing well. I don't know if anybody remembers, but he he dropped out of the Faith No More tour. And it was it sounded like he was having like, you know, uh, mental or emotional issues. And I, I hope the dude's doing OK. Um, we don't need any more fucking uh, musicians, you know, offing themselves when they should be getting help. Um, sorry, sorry, sorry to make this serious, but I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like there's too much of that going on. And I know it's, you know, it's very preachy to be like, go get help. But I mean, I just wish help was more easy for these, for people to get, but it's, it's not in America. 
Um, all right, uh, Thrash Metal Family, what's your favorite Acid Rain song? I'll have to get back to you on that. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot. There's a lot of really good ones. I don't know. All right. Uh, furthest you've ever, uh, John, John Dropchuk, furthest you've ever gone for a concert. Mine, Detroit to San Francisco for Metallica SM1. That's awesome. I, uh, mine was also for Metallica. I traveled um, from, uh, from Austin, Texas, where I used to live, to Lubbock, Texas, which is like the clear other end of Texas for Metallica on this last tour. The, uh, whatever the magnetic no it's not magnetic no that was <laughs> this is the the hardwired or whatever the tour was that one okay all right this is a good one yo i am here asked what was your dream job as a young kid maybe even before you discovered being a musician um the two things that i wanted to be when i was younger uh was i wanted to either be an actor or i wanted to be a stunt man and it's only because i was just like your average little little dumbass kid that would like set up shit and then run and jump and dive onto stuff. And I thought I was badass. And I thought I could do that. I could be a stunt man. Um, and then the acting thing never worked out because I was actually in drama in high school and I was in one play and I was awful and I can't act. Acting is not my thing. There's footage of me in like a student film that you can't find anywhere. And I am the, st <laughs> the stiffest actor <laughs> in the world. Um, so yeah, thank you for that question. Let's see. Um, all right. This is a good one, but it's got to have a really, really long answer. Well, holy shit. I'm losing. I'm, I'm, I, everything's getting away from me. Peace frog. Hi, sir. How you doing? Um, guilty pleasure movie. Most of my favorite movies are guilty pleasure movies. Encino man, one of my favorite guilty pleasure movies. Um, that's probably the biggest one. The one that most people would go, that's a shitty movie. And I'd be like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> I love that movie. All right, hold on. Metal Theologian. Hi, hi, Metal Theologian. Thank you for joining us. What if they got a singer who was absolutely perfect in every way, but he came from an NSBM band? What does that mean? Is that like, is that, is that porn? <laughs> is that BDSM? Is that what that is? Um, I don't know what S N S M B. Somebody tell me that what that means, because I'm not I'm not that hip. And then he says I'm just kidding. But um, okay, sure it was funny, but I I don't know what that I don't know what that means. Okay, um, all right, this is a, this is a good one. Let's keep talking about Metallica because you guys know how much I love talking about them. Scott Lauderdale asks, "What is your favorite thing about each of the playing styles of Cliff, Jason, and Rob of Metallica?" Um, so. Easily, it's it's that cliff. I mean, it's getting fucking hot in here, isn't it, guys? Um, <laughs> you're not even in my room. Um, cliff was innovative, and that's what was great about him is that he didn't follow the rules of what like a bass player is just supposed to do. He played the instrument however he wanted, and he was great at it, and that's awesome. Jason, the thing I love about him was that he was a fan, and he brought this energy that almost made me... It made you feel like, oh, that could be me up there. And so it, it it was a connection between the, the the audience and the band, and his energy was just, you know, but he was he was a he's a great bass player, but he is very like he knows how to be part of a rhythm section. He's not going to try and be fancy or or do anything that really stands out. Um, so really, he's a great bass player and has great energy. And then and then Rob, of course, 
I think, I mean, honestly, is it, is it, is it bad to say, I think Rob's probably the most talented of any of them. Like he's like, I don't mean, I mean all of the bass players, anybody ever in Metallica, I almost feel like Rob's the most talented person that's ever been in that band. Um, and he's just, he's just fucking great. He can play anything. He can play anything. So, um, that's why I like Rob. Rob's great. Metal God. What's your favorite Robert De Niro movie? Just right offhand, I really, I mean, Goodfellas. Goodfellas is a classic. Um, oh, no, 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 no. My number one favorite uh, Robert De Niro movie is Midnight Run. Midnight Run is a, a fucking classic. I, I, I highly recommend it if you haven't uh, watched it before. Um, all right. Uh, Vapor Dreams, what are your thoughts on Unlimited Love by the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Um, the same thoughts I've had about the last like five albums that they've put out, which is, eh, okay. That's about as far as I can go. Um, John Ross, are you looking forward to Ozzy's new album in September? And did you like Ordinary Man for 2020? Um, I liked things about Ordinary Man, but for the most part, I didn't like it. I especially didn't like the guitar playing in it. It was really boring and badly produced. Um, so I hope that this one is better. Um, let's see. I agree with this thrash metal family. Uh, white zombie is a thousand times better than Rob zombies horror movies. Yes, I agree, but he has a lot of fans. So who the fuck are we, you know? Um, let's see. Um, Nicholas Fisher, have you checked out the new child's play show? I didn't know there was a show to be honest. I didn't see the last two child's play movies. I don't think I get, I get, I get very behind on things because I'm very obsessed with music. And so movies and TV, I get very, I get, like, I haven't seen a Marvel movie in, like, 10 years. And now I'm just like, oh, well, fuck that. There's way too many. I don't even know where to go. So, yeah. Yeah, Sergeant Sully, funny that we like Escape so much, but it's Metallica's least favorite. Yeah, but that's that's their, you know what? They That's their um, prerogative. They wrote it. If that's their least favorite, then whatever. Um, my problem with that is there's a lot of people that jump onto that song because it's kind of become part of the uh, I Know What I'm Talking About starter pack which is just like Escape Escape is a bad song. St. Anger is a bad album with a bad drum sound. Lars isn't a good drummer. They check all these boxes and they go, cool, if I say all these things, then people will think I know what I'm talking about. And most of the time they don't. Um, so yeah. Um, oh, I, I'm just, just for some EPMD love. Jason Kessler, yes, EPMD uh, are my favorite hip hop group. Um, hopefully one day we will do a Cranked and Ranked on uh, EPMD. Um, hold on. Um, they're, they're getting away from me again. They're getting away from me. Hold on. And I like the fact that this is working on Facebook and on, uh, and on, um, YouTube. Sorry. Sorry. I'm getting a, oh, okay. So apparently from the earlier comment, NSBM is national socialist black metal. Then no, <laughs> absolutely not. If, uh, if Power Trip's new singer comes from that scene, that that would be a complete 180 from Riley, wouldn't it? Um, and then I would uh, take down off my 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 banner from the wall over here, and I'd be like, "Well, I'm done with you guys. Bye." Um, yeah. Um, uh, Beardy Red Viking, hello, sir. Um, uh, hey, man, good to see you. How how good is it? The live music is back. It's wonderful. Have you got any more concerts coming up soon? I don't because there's not any, the only one that's cut that I'm going to be going to is not until October. And that's King's X. I'm going to see King's X here in Houston in October. Um, other than that, 
a lot of tours that are being announced or things that I'm interested in seeing um, don't seem to be coming to Houston and I don't really have the um, time to like travel. So um, if they don't come here, um, I don't see them. Uh, Ronan Cunningham. Have you ever been to Europe and experienced the music scene over there? I've never really been anywhere. I've barely been outside of Texas in my life. Um, and that's kind of sad. Um, I, I, I had hoped, um, like our young friend earlier to, uh, when I was young to be in a band and get in a van and travel on tour. Um, but I always had such bad luck with bands and things would fall apart before we ever could get to the point where we, um, had the money or the, uh, the, um, possibility of touring. Um, and I spent so much of my adult years just gigging around Texas and being in bands that I, I didn't travel anywhere. Um, and then before I knew it, I had a daughter and I had to have a job and traveling has never really been a thing <laughs> that I've been able to do. Um, I would like to go to the UK, you know, and visit Eddie Sparks and Howard H. Smith, you know, but, uh, maybe one day. All right. They're getting away from me again. So I apologize if I'm missing anyone. Um, okay. Vengeance Falls 96. Were you ever into video games as a kid or were you always into collecting music? I was always mostly into collecting music. I played video games, but I was always, because of my parents, I was always one console behind everybody else. So I had an Atari when everybody else had a Nintendo. When Super Nintendo came out, my parents got me a Nintendo. So, and then by the time, you know, I'd gotten old enough to where I could have gotten something else, technology had moved on. Um, and so, uh, that, that was it. Um, I, I didn't play a lot of games after that. Um, thrash metal family, which back to the future do you prefer one, two or three? One, absolutely. Two is really fun. Three is interesting. I like all three of them, but one is just a, that has a lot of great memories for me just because I saw it in the theater when it came out and, um, I've loved it ever since then. All right. Let's see. Um, Vapor Dreams. Who's your celebrity crush? Mine is mine is Marissa Tomei because she's hot as fuck in My Cousin Vinny. That's a really great movie. I don't... So the celebrity crush thing is really weird because I'm really picky. So it's like I'll see somebody in something and go, oh, and then you see them in real life and I go, oh, no. Because it has to be like a personality thing. I can't just look at somebody and go, they're hot. I have a crush on them. I have to go Google them and be like, what kind of person are they? Um, and usually I'm I'm let down. <laughs> that's why you know, it's good i'm happy with my wife because uh, i like the way she looks and the kind of person that she is so that works out um all right yo i am here while you're an old head what's something that you like more about the current music industry compared to the 80s or 90s nothing um nothing absolutely nothing um yeah no if, if I could, if I could think of a positive, it's that it's easy to get your music out there. Um, it's just not easy to get it heard. Um, but yeah, I don't, uh, I don't really like anything about the current, uh, music industry. Um, uh, metal maniac, you listen to anything in the shower? Yeah, I do. I bought one of those shower speakers, you know, like a Bluetooth one. And I have like, I put mixes together all the time, depending on like what I'm currently like really wanting to listen to. Um, but I do, I do have a, a main mix that's just called my shit. And it's got like everything, you know, Metallica, Aerosmith, Nirvana, like, you know, 
Sacred Reich, Fudge Tunnel. It's all in there. And I just shuffle that shit. Uh, Chris Heathcote. Yes, King's X new album will be out in, on September 2nd, which is the day before Doug's birthday. Oh, that's awesome. I'm very much looking forward to that album. Um, oh, oh, Nicholas Fisher. Hold on, hold on. I gotta go. See, they get away from me. They, God damn it. Sorry, guys. Trying to uh, trying to get back to where we to, to Nicholas Fisher. Checked out Metal Lords on Netflix because of you. I thought it was pretty awesome. Thanks. You're welcome. Um, I know it's not going to be everybody's cup of tea, but it's uh, once again, it's like that thing where it's like it's a it. I thought it was a really good movie, but it it definitely a movie that is couldn't I don't I couldn't see it being conceived as bad enough to really talk shit about it. Like it's just you either really like it or you think it's okay or you don't like it. It's like I don't know. Um, oh, this is another really good one. Vapor Dreams. Have you seen the show Cobra Kai? I am now in the process of watching it for a second time with my daughter. <laughs> so, cause I love that show. And so, um, I got my daughter in on it and we're watching it again. Um, yeah, Johnny wears a Metallica t-shirt. I, that's a, that's a pretty fun scene in that show. Yes, I do. I do like Cobra Kai. Um, all right. Peter Condon. Uh, one, is it Condon or Condon? Cause if, I feel like I'm saying condom when I say your name. Um, one of the most divisive genres of metal seems to be new metal. What are your thoughts on this genre? I like a lot of new metal. Um, uh, a lot of what's going on with modern new metal, it's too, it seems like they're new metal, but they're too close to like a metal core or other kinds of shit. And I, it's not, it's not doing anything for me right now. Um, Peter says, I've never really understood why there's so much hate to this genre myself, but it is a genre that I got into as a teenager. Yeah, I was in my twenties when that was a really big deal. Um, and the bands, the, the only bands I listened to at that time, well, I guess Corn was out when I was, when I was a teenager and so were like Deftones, um, and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I like, I, I, I like Limp Bizkit, I like, uh, Corn. Um, that's, it, it doesn't go much further than just a handful of bands, but I do, I like the sound overall. I'm going to use this as a plug. Um, Stavros Nanos, do you like Max Cavalera or Derek Green? Uh, we recently did a series of episodes of Cranked and Ranked where we ranked all of the Sepultura albums and I talk all about my opinions on Max Cavalera and Derek Green. Um, let's see. Chief Eddie, favorite sci-fi movie? Not really that into sci-fi. I don't don't really know. So no, I don't know. Um, all right, Sergeant Sully, you're speaking my language. Have you seen the new Walmart exclusive Metallica vinyl drops coming next month? Yes, I bought all of them. Um, oh yeah, there's also the Metallica Ninja Star shaped turntable from Project. Uh, yeah, it looks pretty cool, but I'm not. Uh, I splurge a lot on records, but not on um, record players. Um, I have a, I think my record player was $400 and it sounds really good and it's perfectly good. It's a Fluence. I like Fluence. I'm sticking with it until it doesn't work anymore. Um, so that's it. Let's see. This is so great, guys. So great that you guys are here asking questions. Um, all right. We're at now, now we're getting into movies and I like this, um, favorite metal movie. I don't really know. Metal Lords is a great movie, great metal movie. That's the one that's on my mind now, so I'm going to say that. Um, but um, I don't know. Does This Is Spinal Tap count as a metal movie? I really like that one. Um, 
I don't know why my mind's blanking on metal movies, but you know, I like a lot of them. Um, Chris Heathcote, what's your favorite Disney movie? Not even love you, Chris, but no. <laughs> um, Oh, this is, I'll, I'll see if I can do this. Thrash Metal Family asks, name your top five albums from the year you were born. Okay, I believe that Hemispheres by Rush came out the year I was born. Uh, the the uh, uh, debut album from The Cars came out when I was born, the year I was born. That's a great album. What else was 1978? Oh, the, wasn't the, that the first album from Van Halen, Van Halen 1? That came out in 1978. That's all I can think of right now. There's three. Um, uh, I'm so making all these, these are the noises I make, like when I'm like working and I'm trying to look through stuff and I go, mm, 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 and just do, you know, it's like a, it's fun, right? Water dive 122. What's your favorite death metal band? Like the, that, like this is just considered death metal and that's it. I mean, I'd have, I'd probably be, it'd probably be cannibal corpse. The bands that I listen to that are death metal bands that I love are like carcass and atheist bands that I think kind of go beyond um, death metal. But uh, Cannibal Corpse has been making full-on death metal forever, and I like every album. So there you go. That's It's probably them. Imid, um, what did you think of Metallica's Beyond Magnetic EP? Picked it up recently. Some cool riffs and parts, but you can see why uh, they didn't make it onto Death Magnetic. I really like that EP. Um, I agree with you. Some of it, um, I, f- I feel like I understand why it wasn't on Death Magnetic, but um, what's the one song? There's one song on there. Um, is it Just a Bullet Away? Just a Bullet Away should have been on Death Magnetic. It's fucking great. And um, they could have just left off the instrumental or Unforgiven 3 and they put that on, and I would have been happy with that. Metal Maniac, last time you shaved. That's personal, sir. Um, I, I shaved parts of my face to keep my beard from looking gross. So I, I do that every day. Um, but this this shit has not been shaved in over well over 10 years, if not more. Condon. Peter Condon. Condon. Okay, I like that. That works. All right. All right. Okay, look. Look. Vapor Dreams. I love you. Who is your favorite Spider-Man? Spider-Man. What? This is, I don't, see, I talked about how I'm behind on all things comic book related, and as far as I know, there's a guy named Peter Parker, and he's (laughs) Spider-Man. So no, I have no, I have no idea what what the, what I'm supposed to say for that. Uh, Come on, man. See, what happens if you guys could see this is that I have the I have all these comments and then when I touch something, it goes and they all go up to the top. Um, Sharon Wilson. Hello, Sharon. What's up? Hi, Stephen. It's Stephen with a V, by the way. I'm just kidding. (laughs) It is with a V, but I don't care. Um, Will you and Eddie do an expanded Iron Maiden album ranking? We will. I don't know when we'll get to that, but that absolutely will be a three parter. Um, Thank you for listening to Cranked and Ranked. It's a. I love doing that. But yeah, Iron Maiden is going to be something that we absolutely get to and give it the time it deserves. So yes. Um, All right. Hey, Beardy Red Vikings back. Um, I remember a while back your walls were pretty plain and you said you weren't really into wall art. Yes, I did say that. Um, But I see you have a lot of stuff up now. Was there something in particular that changed your mind? Yeah. Um, 
it was for it was this poster right here. So I found this fudge tunnel promotional poster on eBay and I went, I didn't even know that existed. I want that. And so I bought it and I put it on my wall. And then I made the mistake of looking at were there other like promotional posters? Because I don't want to buy like the poster that you can buy at the mall with like the band on it going, hey, you know, I want to I like the promotional ones that would hang at the record stores. So I started looking around for stuff and I found this Sacred Reich one. I found a few Metallica ones. I have a fuck. You can't see it, but I have a gigantic um, Anthrax one from State of Euphoria that just it takes up an entire wall. Um, and I just got to the point where I'm like, oh, these are cool. I like these. This is my kind of art. And then I just went crazy and I was like, I got to cover everything. Um, but it makes for like a better look. Look, Wayne's World back there. Boom. Um, it makes for a more interesting looking video, doesn't it? I, I thought about that too, about giving the people that are watching a little bit more to look at than just my stupid face. Um, oh, Dr. Funkenstein. How about, how about a King's X cranked and ranked? I would love to. They're on the list because I, I am uh, insisting that we eventually do them, um, but it'll be a little bit before we get to them. Uh, Ronan Cunningham, big Rush fan. Love it. Voivod fan by any chance. Absolutely. I love Voivod. Uh, let's see. Oh, 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 Everything's just getting away from me, man. Um, Scott Lauderdale, what are some of your favorite punk bands? I prefer Descendants. Love them. Bad Religion. Love them. Subhumans. Don't really know them. Um, uh, punk bands. Um, Des Descendants is a big one for me. Um, if you want to go all the way back in the day, one of my favorite albums ever is Never Mind the Bollocks, Here's the Sex Pistols. Um, but more recently, from like from when I was a teenager in the 90s, uh, No Effects, Propagandi, Lagwagon, bands like that, uh, Bad Religions in there, um, stuff like that. I like those bands. Um, I, I, I've also been known to like a Green Day song here and there. Waterdive 122. I'm quite fond of Cannibal Corpse myself, but goodness, their album artwork is so brutal, even sickening at times. I love that. Uh, their album from last year was so awesome. Corpse Grinder rules. Wouldn't you agree? I do. I do. Um, I, I've always, I've always said that he's a, he's a way better death metal vocalist than Chris Barnes. Um, but I, but I love those first four Chris Barnes albums more than anything. Um, and honestly, like that, <laughs> that recent Chris Barnes thing, everybody's heard that, right? The noose, go listen to the noose by six feet under. Because I've listened to that song hundreds of times now. Um, not because it's great, just because I giggle my fucking ass off when I hear it. Um, and you know what? He's old. His voice is fucked up. He's doing what he can. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to make fun of the man. But man, there's something about it that's just so entertaining to me that I listen to it over and over again. Um, Vapor Dream says, I meant the live-action Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, or Tom Holland. I've never seen any of the movies with any of the people except Tobey Maguire. And... Um, those movies were good. All right. Just a reminder, if you're just going to ask about one particular band, I probably will skip it if there's more things, just because um, it's going to be a really short, kind of boring answer for the most part. Vengeance Falls 96. Do you think it's bullshit that so people that some young fans of classic metal get, okay, get criticized by old metalheads? Yes, it's bullshit. Um, I get that all the time because I'm 26 years old. It's it's absolutely it's bullshit to criticize anybody about their music tastes at all. That's the that's the thing that annoys me so much 
Um, once I started doing this YouTube channel and being more um, visible and, and active on social media was that people say shit when they don't even fucking need to. There's plenty of music that I don't like. Some that I downright loathe. But if somebody posts and says, um, I really love uh, this Ted Nugent album, I don't fucking chime in and go, Ted Nugent's an asshole. I just, I go, well, enjoy, and I'm going to keep scrolling. But it seems like with metal fans, they're like, they can't, most of them just can't not comment about something. And it's just like, who cares? If you're listening to newer metal bands that they think are better than, or are not as good as the older metal bands, it doesn't matter because I bet you probably also listen to the old ones. And it, it, I don't know, it doesn't, it, it, the, in the end, it doesn't matter. Even if it's somebody that's like, I only like those weird teenage metalcore bands where they do the crab walk stuff. It's all I like. Then I would be like, great. I'm not going to listen to any of that music, but enjoy yourself. Um, so yes, at the, it's, it's bullshit. Metalheads need to fucking chill out because they're ruining metal because people walk into the metal scene and go, Ooh, what's this heavy metal? Oh, it's filled with a bunch of assholes. And then they leave. And so uh, it's not doing us any, uh, any favors. Okay. I'm skipping some that I just, I know I just don't know. I have an answer for, um, and, th and thank you for the, uh, these other comments too. I love that you guys are all here. Um, and this has just been nonstop shit. Um, okay. This might be interesting. It's hot. Sorry guys. Um, what's the most disappointing record you've ever heard from one of your favorite bands? Um, the, the answer to that is probably is weird because it would probably be load by Metallica because I remember being pretty disappointed by it at the time, but now I love it. Um, and it's only because like I, they were on this fucking pedestal for me, um, with all five of the albums they had done. They were, they just made perfect albums to me. Um, and then they put in one where they put out one where I wasn't immediately going like, yeah, I was like, uh, okay. And so it was very, it was very disappointing. Um, but I love it now. It's a, you, you, it's one of those things that, you know, you give it time or some people give it time and it gets better. Oh man. Yo, I'm here. Propagandi played in my city last night. I'm a minor, so I couldn't go. Oh man. You, sh you literally should have gone. I bet you, if you could have con you know, found some of the band, they would have found a way to let you in. They seem cool like that. Um, all right. Oh shit. All right. All right. All right. All right. Um, subterranean homesick alien. Did you see Metallica when they played Austin city limits? It was a weird experience. Metallica without pyrotechnics is like tacos sin salsa. <laughs> um, I didn't, I don't go to big festivals. Um, I don't really like being around that many people. And, um, in America, they don't have metal festivals. If they had a metal festival, I might go to one, but they don't here. It's just, you, you can see Metallica, but then you got to watch Coldplay or something. I don't know. You know, um, uh, Sergeant Sully, you got to be careful with the poster thing. I bought a badass GNR litho from one of their shows a few years ago, and now I've spent more money than I'm willing to admit on a con. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, sp you start spending money, but I've run out of room. Like I decided I was going to fill my walls and then I was going to do that was going to be it. So maybe you'll see certain things change if I run into stuff, but I think it's going to be pretty much the same for a while. What is it? Is Ronan Cunningham? Uh, who cares? I'm an old head. Who cares? Is that supposed to be an impression of me? <laughs> or are you also an old kid head who doesn't care? Um, but yes, um, 
Oh, and then he wrote, then he writes respect to all. I that is that I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave that up there. Everybody, just you know, I can't I don't I don't know what I'm pointing at. Respect to all, everybody. Not that there aren't people that don't that don't deserve my respect, but you know, I don't I don't talk shit out of school. Um, let's see. Dr. Funkenstein, totally agree with you on haters. I'm 52 and can't stand some of the stuff my younger friends like, but I never bash them for it. Yeah, because you're not going to like everything. And so it's just, you know, I just think that it, it, it ruins the it ruins your relationships and it ruins other people's enjoyment of stuff when you just have to fucking shit on it. Like, if you don't like it, you don't like it. You don't have to buy it. You don't have to listen to it. Um, all right. Vengeance Falls 96. If you could have a conversation with any drummer uh, from any genre... Who would it be? It would be Neil Peart. I would like to sit down and talk with Neil Peart. Actually, I would just like to have him talk to me. Um, I feel like if I sat down with Neil Peart for one hour, I would be uh, years smarter than I was before I walked into that. Um, So I would love to talk to Neil Peart. Um, Let's see. All right, Vapor Dreams. I'm 16. Any life advice from my favorite YouTuber? I'm your favorite YouTuber? I mean, that's very flattering. There's there's better people out there, aren't there? Um, Life advice. Um, Fuck, man. Don't... don't, um, God, I don't know how to word this the right way. Um, I don't know who who you are as a person... When I was 16 and throughout my life, I've dealt with anxiety a lot. I'm a very nervous person, which is why doing something like this is so great for me because I can be social and do these things. And yet I don't feel so nervous because nobody's right in front of me. Um, but my my anxiety kept me from doing a lot of things. Um, like I said, I could have joined some other band and gone out on tour and probably gotten to live my dream a little bit when I was younger but I was so nervous about it. I never reached out to anybody. I would wait until I would find people who I was friends with who wanted to be in a band. And then when that wasn't working out, I usually was too nervous to kick anybody out or leave the band. Eventually I would, you know, I would leave bands and stuff, but I think just don't be, don't let shit keep you from doing the things that you want to do. Um, and I know that's tough to say for people that deal with like anxiety and stuff like that, but it's, um, it's the best thing I can say because that was that was me. Like I got held back so much by just being really nervous um, and anxious about everything. So um, yeah, thrash metal family. Scott Ian recently said the next Anthrax album will likely be out next year. I bet you're excited for it. You bet your sweet ass. I'm excited for it. I loved the last album a lot, and they're one of my favorite bands. So yes, absolutely. Okay, I answered some of these already, and I apologize. Um, this is when like I sh- there should be music playing so you guys don't have to just watch me read stuff. Um, sedation through scorns. Hi, my dude. What's up? Hello. How how are you? Um, I'm glad your YouTube channel is blowing up with amazing content. Thank you. Um, any favorite releases of 2022 you enjoy that are album of the year contenders? Um, yeah. Um, there's a few so far that I'm really into. Um, I really like um the the new Voivod. Um, I also really like the new album. Speaking of of modern metal that I really like, uh, the new album by Once Human is really good. Um, honestly, the one, and it's not metal, so it's not fun, um, but uh, the one album that's a contender for number one is the Ty Tabor um, solo album that came out this year. He's the guitar player and uh, of King's X. 
And his solo album, uh, which is called Shades, is phenomenal um, for me. Um, I did kind of a review um, on an episode of the Old Head Show, um, but I, you know, it's not going to be everybody's cup of tea, but it's, uh, I love it. And that's probably going to be in my uh, top 10, if not my number one. Uh, Peter Condon. Uh, so who is the one person you'd absolutely geek out about meeting? Uh, James Hetfield. I would, uh, I, I honestly won't go and try to meet anybody. Um, once again, cause I'm a very nervous person, but James Hetfield is somebody that if he was just walking through an airport or something, I would absolutely have to go over and say something to him. And I would geek out, geek out cause he's, from my favorite band, he's a, I look up to him as a performer and a guitar player. So, cause I've always, my, I'm, I'm a rhythm guitar player. I don't, my, don't do the weedly weedlies. Um, I'm, my right hand is the hand that does a lot of the work. Um, that, that I didn't mean that sexually or did I? Um, yes. Vengeance Falls 96. Dude, you're my favorite YouTuber too. Really? You guys are great. Like, I don't, I'm like, you know, like, I feel like I, I do better content than a lot of people out there, but that's very flattering. Thank you very much. Um, like I said, on the Facebook group, I feel like I'm hanging with my older brother listening to music and you expose me to great shit. I thank you. I, and I'm glad that I, that I could, um, that's great. I love getting that kind of feedback because it makes, because I put a lot of work into a lot of the things that I do. And sometimes as a YouTuber, it gets really daunting to spend hours editing and putting something special together. And then I go on YouTube and somebody that literally just sits there and listens to a song and then goes, that was cool. They get 200,000 views, <laughs> whatever. Um, and I'm just like, that's, I can't, I can't, it just, it's not, it's not fair, man. Um, but you know what? Slow and steady wins the race, right? You know, like I over, I've been doing this for three years and I'm now over 10,000 subscribers. Um, that's not a lot on YouTube, but, um, you know, maybe one day I'll get to the, the big numbers. We'll see. Uh, yo, I am here. Have you ever been involved with using drugs and what are your opinions on them? Um, it depends. Um, cause I'm one of those people that I, I, uh, I support, um, marijuana legalization. I don't smoke marijuana. I have, and I will if it's uh, legal. Um, but I know it's not for everybody. Um, but I don't really consider that a drug drug. Um, when I was in my twenties, um, I, I, uh, experimented with cocaine and, um, I would say, don't, don't <laughs> do that. Um, the only reason I ever did it was because of, like I said, I'm, I've always been very anxious and nervous. And that was a drug that all of a sudden made me feel like I could just go be social. And so it was great. And then awful because, um, I think that it ended up causing a lot of issues, um, you know, in here for me. Uh, so don't, don't, um, smoke weed, maybe do some mushrooms. I don't know. I've never done them, but I heard they're good. Other drugs, just stay away from them because they're not really going to do you any good, especially if you're, you know, trying to create music. You know, I would say, you know, stick to the classics um, and stick, stick to beer, you know, but not too much, just a little bit. Let's see. Thrash Metal Family. Next Testament album might be released next year and it might include Dave Lombardo. I mean, I hope so. I'm very torn about this. Um, you said, okay, hold on, I'm going to finish reading this. You said... 
once that Testament were one of your favorite non-Big Four groups, which uh, made me assume you might be excited for this next album. I am. Um, I love Testament. I really liked Dave Lombardo being in Suicidal Tendencies. So while I do really like him being back in Testament, I, I feel like his kind of drumming doesn't work as well with the music that they are currently making. Now, if they go back and they do something that's a little more um, groove-oriented, like if they stop trying to be so flashy and, and busy then I would like one with Dave Lombardo. Because Dave Lombardo can be flashy, but the thing I like about him is that he is just kind of a machine. Like, his 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 playing is very, like, primal, but also very um, fluid, I guess. Um, so I don't know. I liked him in Suicidal, and I'm sure I'll like him in Testament. But, um, yeah, of course I'm excited by that. Beardy Red Viking. Do you ever plan on doing a music room tour type video at all? I know not everyone likes doing them, but I thought it'd be interesting to see your full setup and guitar rig, etc. Um, well, I mean, it. My, the problem with that is that my shit is so boring because, like, I have one guitar and it's hooked up to a a Fender practice amp that's ten inches. That's, and I don't even. I, when I write music, I don't even use a distortion pedal. I just turn up the fucking overdrive or whatever, and that's it. And then my vinyl setup, it's a Fluence. It's pretty basic, and I and I don't even have... I run it through a basic-ass digital receiver that doesn't have any tone knobs at all, just volume. So it's literally just the record sounds, how it sounds coming from the record player, and I turn it up if I want to, and I've got some really powerful bookcase speakers that are really great, also by Fluence. They should be paying me for that. Um, but uh, yeah, that's it. Everything else is just my collection, which I share on YouTube anyway. So, you know, I'm, I'm very basic when it comes to a lot of that stuff. Oh, okay. What would you consider an album to be essential or masterpiece in terms of sound, progression, lyrical content, or influ- and influence? There's a whole bunch of those. You could throw Master of Puppets in there. Um, I would throw Nevermind by Nirvana in there. It's fucking game changer of an album. Um, I would put Heartwork by Carcass in there. Um, just albums that I think, you know, took a step forward and fucking nailed it and then eventually ended up influencing a shitload of people. And, um, there's, there's a lot of them, shitload of them. I like this comment from Dr. Funkenstein. Q&A has been great. I like you even more now. Thank you. Um, seems like we could have, have a few beers and talk music for hours. That's why I watch. Keep it up. Thank you very much for watching. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's really what I want my channel to be. I'm not trying to tell you what to listen to or that this album is shitty or your taste is not as good as mine or whatever. Like all it is, is supposed to be my, my experience with music from when I came up to now and just sharing with you my love for it. And that's it. That's literally all I want to do. Um, I talk shit about some albums on Old Bollocks um, just because Howard H. Smith um, is a bad influence on me. Um, But I get it all out there. Anyway. All right, SS Panther. Why doesn't Metallica remix the bass guitar in Justice for All album? Because it doesn't need it. The album's a classic. It sounds good as it is. Can you hear the bass? No. It's not very auditable. Um, But I've heard that album that way since I was a teenager and I, I've, I, I never heard a complaint about that album until years later. 
And then people started jumping on this bandwagon of you can't hear the bass. Yeah. But before it was just a, that's weird. But now it's become like a, why would they do this? And it's like, well, it does. At this point, it's an absolute classic and it sounds great. I love how it sounds. So whatever. I also like some albums that are really badly produced. Um, I don't ever want to listen to Killing Is My Business by Megadeth. Any remix. I don't want to hear any remix of it or remaster of it at all. I love the way that it sounds on the original vinyl. So that's just me, though. I don't, you know, somebody else would probably prefer to have bass injustice and have a remixed Killing Is My Business. And like I said, that is everybody's opinion to do what whatever they want. Um, Chris Heathcote. With your taste in music from Anthrax to Testament to Fudge Tunnel with no effects, you've become one of my idols. An idol? Come on, guys. Chris, you're great. But, um, man, I feel things like it's hard for me to uh, hear things like that because I feel like I haven't, I don't deserve it. But thank you very much. Um, Vapor Dreams, do you like Stevie Ray Vaughan? I'll answer this one real quick just because he's from Texas where I live. Um, well, I mean, he's dead, but you know what I'm saying. Um, he, he was really good at what he did, but I was never interested in what he did. If that makes any sense. Um, Chris Heathcote, you ever seen the movie Friday? Fuck yeah, I have. Um, that movie makes me think of weed a lot. Of course it does. Friday is a fucking, um, classic movie. I love this. Oh, I'm going to go with this. Give me sticky weed. Thank you, Nicholas Fisher. Thank you. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, that is a song by the Freaky Fucking Weirdos from Germany. Go Google it when this is over. Freaky Fucking Weirdos, Sticky Weed. It will be in your head all day long. Uh, Vengeance Falls 96. I remember when you did an album versus album with Saint Anger and Risk, but would you rather listen to Super Collider or Risk? Risk! Risk every day. I'd rather listen to Risk than most of the music Megadeth have made since then, um, just because it's a more interesting album to me. Um, I want people to do different shit. And not only did they do something different with that album, they actually put 150% into writing those songs and putting that together. The original version of Risk, once again, do not want to hear remix things because I don't know why. Why? Why put it out at all if you're just going to later go on and go and remix it? All right. Chris, I thank you for the praise. I'm going to skip it because I don't want to read more. <laughs> I don't want to read more praise for me. I don't want to do that. Um, people are having to leave. Thanks, everybody, for, for coming. I'm, pro I'm probably going to wrap it up here in a few minutes anyway, but I'll answer a few more questions. Peter Condon, I think this is a good, good comment. Age has an impact on how we are as metalheads. We all had our moments of being elitists and grew out of it, or should have. Who knows? Um, yeah, I had my moments of being an, an elitist uh, prick to some people, and that was back when I was in high school. Um, probably like, you know, so sophomore year, I think for sure. I can remember times that I acted that way. Um, but I was kind of following the crowd. Uh, my friends did too. I'm not blaming them, but it was like the thing that you did. Um, um, I'm not proud of it at all. I'm, I like this. Yo, I am here. Risk greater than super collider. It is. All right. Well, we've, we've hit, I've hit kind of a wall here and we've, uh, we've made it over an hour and I really, really, really appreciate everybody joining tonight. Um, this has been cool. It's been for those of you who don't know that this was an experiment. I didn't plan this at all. I didn't schedule it. I didn't promote it. I just popped online and um and connected. I think I don't know if I'm it says I'm supposed to be on Twitter also. I have no idea how that works. Um but thanks thank you everyone on Facebook for joining for uh, on on YouTube for joining and Twitter if you're there. 
Um, yeah, I, I'm not, I, I appreciate all these, all these comments. You guys are, you guys are the fucking best. I, I seriously, like, um, sometimes I get a little bit discouraged, um, just, you know, because I, I, I f- wish that I got kind of more credit for what I do. Um, but then I see a lot of these comments and I hear from you guys just out of the blue, you joined me on your Friday nights or whatever time it is, um, and took time out of your lives for me. And, um, I really appreciate it. And it makes me feel like it's all uh, worthwhile. So, um, yeah, love all you, uh, guys and, and gals. I think there were gals in there. Um, but, uh, yeah, thank you very much for joining me for this, uh, live stream. Um, I'll do one again, maybe in a few months. Um, I'm going, I'm going to have another beer. Everybody enjoy yourselves. You're all amazing. I will see you all again very soon. Good night.